Welcome to Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs. And today on the show, I have B.A. from the Wobbly Arrow Signworks. B.A. is a great guy, really funny, and has a really smart marketing uh, strategy that I have to say I really admire that he really goes for it and he does it really well with his videos. So let's check out B.A. and uh, find out what makes him tick and get to know Kevin a little bit in the process. A huge thank you to the sponsor of the show, Sabretooth. If you're looking to carve and you want to get started, save a little money, use NIGHTCARVER10 in all caps to save 10%. All right, on to the show. Oh boy. Oh boy. What is up? Hi. He's got protection on both. <laughs> <laughs> Safety first. I don't know if I would call those safety glasses unless you're trying to alert somebody from a hundred miles away where you are. <laughs> I just got them delivered today, so I wanted to throw them on. Love it. Do you know Kevin? You know Kevin. Lefty, how's it going? Lefty, yeah. Good, man. How are you doing? Hey, man. I asked him to come join me to chit chat with you today. More the merrier. <laughs> we were uh, stalking you, and uh, we were like, he's such a talented artist, but we don't get to see it enough, man. I want to see more of it. <laughs> Show me them sweet angles. <laughs> Ooh. Are you um? Are you into photography and, and videography and stuff? Like you're really good at like at doing those videos that you do. I gotta say, like the lighting's always like really nice and you perfectly act them. I'm I'm working on it. Uh, the videography something kind of my goal to progress over the next year. Um, Photography is something I was into a lot, a lot earlier. Um, you know, I was like a darkroom kind of guy and loved that kind of stuff. But got out of that for a long time, so now just kind of getting back into the the digital photography scene. And pretty much, I'm just making it up as I go, though. <laughs> well, that's what we all do. I mean, come on, right? Are you so invested in all like the cameras and stuff? Or are you off an iPhone? Uh, I use a, a Samsung and that's pretty much all I do right now, but, um, I do have some plans to invest in some, hopefully some new camera equipment soon. I'm an iPhoneer. What do you do? Kevin? I iPhone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I literally, I can't use an iPhone to save my life. My wife has yeah. one and I try to use her phone. I get so frustrated because I have no idea how to use it. It's the same thing when I try using an Android phone. I have like just yeah. frustration because you just get so whatever platform you're used to, like, that's what, you know, yeah. there's, de there's definitely two camps, right? Yes, it's either yeah. Android or iPhone. Yeah. That's all right. It's a personal choice. But yeah. Well, man, you're so good at lip syncing. I mean, like my, my role models growing up as kid lip singing were like Cher, Celine, those kind of artists. Where Millie did Vanilli. your talent come from? Man? Don't forget Millie Vanilli. Don't sleep. And forget Millie. Yeah. Millie Vanilli. That's true. Honestly, people ask me that all the time. One of my favorite comments I get on, on some of my reels is, you're so good at lip syncing. And I say, lip syncing? Who's lip syncing? But I just, well, you do I, commit. You commit. I do. Yeah, I try. Um, honestly, I don't know. Like, it just, I, I, I did it once and it worked for me. And I just kept going from there. And I guess I've progressively got better. But I don't know. There's no trick to it. I just do it. And it seems to work for me. How are you so, so are you like, materials? Oh, go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. You're probably like really belting out stuff and then just mute it on your audio and then record over, right? I, I, I actually do. don't. I, so you I actually, I, I mouth it silently. Oh. Um, yeah, I actually don't speak the words. I find it easier to, to uh, like, I just have the voice in my head and I, I go with that. Nice. 
kind of like a cool trick to know though, because you do hit the words so perfectly. I assumed you were just going for, but you are probably right. Like if you're trying to just go to the sound that you're actually hearing in your ear. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I was going to say, how do you scout all your stuff? Are you constantly scrolling? Are you a scroller all day for audio? I go through like spurts. So like I'll, I'll scroll for a while and I'll um, try to pick out some audio that I think will work kind of in our niche. And I just save it for later. And uh, generally when I hear the audio, like as soon as I hear it, the idea for the reel is in my head. Um, I just file it away. And That's cool. um, when I film some reels, I uh, pull it back up and just give her. I wish ideas just came to my head when I hear them. I just go, Ooh, that sounds cool. See? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, I'm like going through and then like, you just keep, <laughs> will that work? No, no, that one. Yeah. Won't work. I'm terrible. at like actually planning and executing anything like that. There's, there's lots of good ones out there. They're like, I, I hear it. And I'm like, oh, I could, I could use that one, but I don't think of an idea. So I just move past it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, done. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So what got yeah, you into would, making? Oh, I'm sorry, Kev. <laughs> it's hard to balance out, right? No, go ahead, Tiff. I'm just curious, like, what got you into making in general? Uh, so I've always been, um, I've always been artsy. If you know, mm-hmm. as weird as that sounds, I was artsy. No. Um, so in high school, I was really big into art. Um, you know, here in Ontario, when you when you go to high school, you have to pick an art credit in your in ninth grade. And it's either music, I can't sing, can't play an instrument. That was out. Um, drama. Surprisingly, I guess I'm good at drama. I didn't know. I was know gonna say, time. I'm like, you yeah. are talented at that. That's hilarious. Hidden talent. I didn't think so yet. at the time. So that one was out. <laughs> and then uh, the third one was art. And I was like, yeah, I like art. So I just selected it and uh, I stuck with it through high school. Usually a lot of people just uh um they do the ninth grade credit and they move on, but I did it all the way through high school. That's um, awesome. got the I actually went to an art camp. Uh, summer camp throughout high school I was a counselor there and uh, yeah it was a big part of my life and then basically I went to university and I turned off the artistic side of my brain for a long time so you wear a suit to work don't you like you're a suit and tie guy for the most part yeah I'm a suit suit and tie guy yeah so I uh, yeah it took a few years and my wife's funny she's always like you gotta draw me something do like you know make me some art and I was like no 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 I'm not gonna do it she never believed me that I was artistic and then, uh, honestly, it was you COVID. Kept I'm one of those testing you out. Like, yeah, exactly. On, draw me something. Draw me something. Yeah, really? it was. Um, <laughs> it was COVID where it started coming back out. I was looking for you know something to do with my time. Um, and I'd always you know I woodworking and my wood shop was always something I had and I was into and uh, sign making just perfectly combined those two things for me. Um, and it's kind of taken off from there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. did that just transition and like, hey, I can drop my own designs for a sign and kind of be creative in that outlet. Yeah. Nice. Um, I don't know. I like, I see, I saw your Cardinal one. My brother's a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. So that one like stands out to me. It's yeah. really cool. So did you just like draw that up and then cut it out or what's that one? I didn't, I didn't actually draw that one. That's just an image I, I used. Um, yeah, the Cardinal's pretty cool. Um, I'm not a Cardinals fan. I'm a Red Sox fan. So, yeah. um, <laughs> well, I'm not Naturally. a Cardinals fan. I'm a Yankees fan. So we should, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is so weird because he's in Utah. Even worse. Yeah. 
I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan in Toronto. So. The national, like everyone likes the Yankees, like across the country, though. It's like one of those yeah. teams that go international. I mean, all the all the smart ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you got two Boston people here, right? I'm not even yeah. like I like I love going to Fenway, but it's not like I'm like I watch baseball on TV. Like you won't catch yeah. that. But well, I date myself because like Don Mattingly was my guy, lefty first baseman, lefty yeah. first baseman. So it just kind of stuck and. Now I just kind of told you about how old I am. <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone always asks why I'm a Red Sox fan. And there's one word, Nomar. Oh, yeah. You're good. You follow the players. I get it. My husband's like that with hockey. Yeah. He'll watch Very certain cool. teams just because he wants to watch that player play, you know? Yep. So I get it. So you big hockey guy being up in Canada too? Yeah, I'm a huge hockey guy. I'm a Leafs fan. We suck, but yeah. <laughs> It's painful. It's it's a tough, it's a tough team to follow, but I'm dedicated. Did you, uh, you said you started in COVID. Um, did you have any like woodworking experience before you just went for it? Yeah, no, I, I'd done work working before and, um, DIY and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I had a lot, a lot of my woodworking tools already. And, uh, but the sign making is really where I started in COVID. That's interesting though. A lot of people don't already like usually have a shop. So you've always just been handy too. Then on top of it, I would assume. Yeah. And I'm sure you're probably raised that way. I'm guessing like, is that a trait that you picked up from home? Uh, from my grandfather? Yes. My dad, (laughs) not so much. Yeah. Sometimes it skips a generation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, some of my fondest memories as a kid are being at my grandparents' house. I spent a lot of time there as a kid and, uh, my grandfather's wood shop in the basement. I have a lot of fond memories that place. Awesome. So, uh, you're going to continue doing signs or are you trying to like, stretch out because i know it can get maybe monotonous doing the same type of thing over and over i might so when i first started it was wobbly woodworks and um i really realized that sign making is what i have the passion for um so i actually changed the name to sign works big big rebrand right the i know four I, saw, letters, but, I saw yeah. your big rebrand announcement when i was scrolling yeah. i was like ooh, <laughs> dramatic yeah, it was a huge change but yeah <laughs> So as of right now, sign marking, sign making is what I'm focused on and it's what I'm passionate about. That could always change in the future. Um, and then I do a huge reband back to woodworks, but I don't think that's going to happen at this point. I'm the same way though. I really am happy in the sign game. Like yes. it's fun and you can be so creative and different on each one. Like I'm super happy here. I don't want to make anything else really besides signs for my artistic, yeah. you know, passions. Well, and is part of it like knowing that someone's displaying your art, kind of like an art piece, right? That's what a sign really is. I mean, it probably like is. You're like, yeah, that's going on someone's wall and they're going to be staring at it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's probably part of it, honestly, Kevin. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's making art, but it's wood's just a medium, right? Yeah. Instead yeah. of like making furniture and then someone plops their ass on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> or feet, whatever. <laughs> what bigger compliment yeah. could you have, right? <laughs> yeah, geez. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, everyone's got to be passionate on a certain like aspect of things though. Like I just love just making art. Like you said, it, you're making a sign, but it, it's, a, it's an art installation. That's like you said, yeah. Kevin, that's going to be on someone's wall. Look at that. You just diagnosed us both, Kev. Yeah. What's your favorite one you've done then? Just one stand out. <sighs> that's tough. Um, one of the ones I like, it was actually probably made it about a year ago now. It was a Father's Day gift for a customer. Um, uh, it's Layman's Bar. And 
it was just kind of a different piece, different colors than I normally do. And uh, I, I didn't get a lot of love at the time um, on Instagram, but um, it's one of my favorite pieces that I've done. Which what you said, layman's bar? Yeah. I don't, is it recent or a while ago? No, it's about a year ago. Oh, I don't know if I yeah. saw it. But doesn't about- that suck when you make something that you really love and it doesn't get like the love that it deserves? Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> That's that's part of the game with Instagram, though, right? Is yeah. you know you something oh, yes, I think I is hilarious or an amazing piece of art, and I guess the world doesn't agree. But hey, I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's nice. I don't care. Yeah, you're yeah. entertaining yourself. That's kind of my aspect on it. Exactly. It entertains other people and myself, and that's good. Exactly. I know. I can imagine Kevin pulling out the pair of white shorts for his first video, just like <laughs> like this is gonna be funny. Like- yeah. <laughs> This is going to go over great. Yes. Yeah. Do you no. ask your wife, Kevin, first? Like, th- would she like care or no? You just go for it and then show her later. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only one she's really helped me with was like that Christmas one. Where yes. I'm like blowing sawdust. But other than that, she's like, how come you don't let me record you? I'm like, because the tripod does its job, <laughs> right? And it's a little embarrassing until I get the right stuff. But maybe you feel like that too when you're recording. You're like, I don't know if this is just right. So how many times do you record your stuff? You just go for it. For the most part, it's just once. Um, yeah, nice. yeah, very, very rarely do I re-record something. Yeah, yeah, very, very surprisingly, very rarely I have to re-record something. So a lot of times, it's one take, and I just that's that's that was in my head. It translated perfectly, and uh, I'm going with it. I'm that person who will message somebody if I really like what they just did and ask them that question though. How many takes? How many takes? Yeah. <laughs> I asked Sam from Uncharted Customs um, when he did that, uh, the greatest showman one with the whole, I was like- The slide? Yes, the slide. Yeah. And then like I he asked, went I down the, the same step. question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, how many takes? How many, how many takes? So I was like, come on, tell me. <laughs> yeah. I sent him the same message. That's so funny. Uh, how many? <laughs> I think he said- Three or four, I think. Four? Said, yeah. I think four yeah. was the answer. Nice. I was impressed with the number. I was thinking it would be much higher because he had it so perfectly. I'm... Yeah, he nailed that one. Yes. I'm just like, I needed to know. It's too funny. Do you have um do you have kids? We were we were talking about it. And I'm like, I don't know. I have three kids. I have three girls, yeah. Three kids? Okay. I, yeah. I feel like you share them in your stories occasionally. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I watch way I'm too com- many. I'm completely now. outnumbered. Yeah. My dad was like that, by the way, he grew up, he had three kids that are all girls. So yeah. The best, the best pieces of advice I ever got about being a dad to all girls was if I ever come home and there's a toilet seat that's been left up in my house that I didn't leave up, then I have a problem. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Why is that up? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't leave that up. (laughs) Exactly. I like how that's the piece of advice someone gives you. (laughs) Great advice. Pretty solid. (laughs) who was over today Hmm. (laughs) shut up i just washed the toilet (laughs) do any of them take interest in your hobby um my middle one is kind of starting to um so i'm she's only nine so i'm kind of um hopefully kind of nurturing that a little bit and uh i'll get her behind the the scroll saw shortly hopefully and see what she can pull off you can start it pretty young yeah. As long as, you know, he, they don't get all crazy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and the scroll saw is a good one too. I mean, it's, it's dangerous, but it's not like 
yeah. you know, super high powered, I guess. No. I mean, you, you can hurt yourself, but you're not going to yeah. lose yeah. the limb. That's for sure. Yeah. There you go. Well, I think we have to ask Shar for like a, a video of just like what the easiest tools are for a kid to start on. Cause she would be the one to know all that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's probably the best one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like which works best for your kid. Cause I was just thinking like a jigsaw would be cool, but they make a lot of vibration so they can get yeah. a little wild. <laughs> you have to have control of it. Yeah. 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 It could just take off. <laughs> Too funny. What do you that's do work I, if you can share? I don't know. Yeah. That's why my son likes doing epoxy. Cause it's kind of like low risk and it's not too, too hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's fine. I can do it. Nine-year-old. I have a nine-year-old too. He can do it. <laughs> but yeah. What do you do for work? Tell me, tell me if you can. Um, Unless you're a secret yeah, agent. I can. <laughs> um, it's not something I advertise openly. Um, there's a, there's a reason. Cause it's, you don't so, have to uh, say it then. No, I, I, I will. Um, it's just when you hear it, you'll probably know why I don't talk about it too much. Um, so full-time, I'm a police officer. Okay. Um, I'm, a, I'm a detective and I specialize in sex crimes. Wow. So that's, that's really why I don't talk about it that much. I mean, yeah, you don't really want to talk about that openly. Well, you really can. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's my day job. I've been a police officer for the past 16 years. Wow. And uh, yeah. So I, this is, this is my safe space here. Yeah. Um, this it actually is my, makes uh, a lot of sense while you're trying to have a lot of fun with what you're doing yeah. at night. Yeah. My, my humor is, um, you know, that's my therapy, right? Yeah. Um, no, it, that actually makes a lot of sense, dude. That kind of like, cause that's a lot of stuff to be weighing on you all day in your day job. Yeah. So when, when people hear that, they're usually pretty shocked, but, um, yeah, that's, that's a different side of me. And this is, uh, this is my release. Yeah, no, that's cool. Did you go to school for like uh, criminal psychology or anything, or is that what you specialize? Not at all. I went to no? school for housing and real estate. I wanted to wow. be an urban planner. <laughs> I did. I use my degree for nothing on a daily basis, pretty much. I was gonna but... say. I heard you said you went to university, so I'm like, what do you go for? <laughs> yeah. So, you that's, know what I, though? People lead into all kinds of things. No, that seriously. Nice. Do you have like a favorite wood you work with? I mean, or do you, if you spray paint at all, you'd probably just use the one like MDFs yeah. or. For the most part, a lot of my stuff is MDF. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of maple plywood too. Um, my, in the next, probably the next few months, I really want to start using some more hardwoods again in my pieces. Um, I love spalted maple and I really want to create some, some pieces with that. So. Spalted maple is always fun to look at. It just has so it's much character. That's yeah. beautiful. I used to make fun of my dad um, when I was younger about how much he loved different wood grains and stuff. And now I'm like, okay, all right. I, I get it. I get, you get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I paint everything. Well, I was um, interviewing a bunch of carvers on Monday and they all asked that question of like, what's your favorite wood to work with? And they got over to me and I was afraid to say pine because <laughs> I know they all, all specialize in hardwood. And then they got to me and I'm like, cedar and teak. And then later on, I was like, <laughs> and pine. Guys, <laughs> I, I got to take that back. I lied. It's actually pine. See, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. You know, it's a great wood and people give it, you know, a lot of shit, but I like Tiff, it. I know you, uh, you use a lot of like project panels and stuff, right? For your yeah. pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I have a, a product I want to start marketing in the fall that I, uh, I want to use project panels for. And I was at the, one of the big box stores the other day looking at them and prices here have just gone 
crazy for the project panels. Yeah. I was shocked. I have to go to Lowe's for them um, because Home Depot doesn't have the same selection that I want. Like Lowe's goes up. They can actually go to like three foot by three foot if you need it. And like, yeah. like if you go to Home Depot, they don't really have much. Plus they have like the teak and, the, you know, so there's options for if you want to do an outdoor sign or not. And usually the glue ups are really good. And if they're not, I'll bring it right back and get another one. But it does yeah, that's true. crack on you. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could make my own, but like, I don't have the tools to make it good. And I don't like the table saw that much. <laughs> Part of me is I don't have the space to do all these glue well, ups all the time. Yeah. Right. If I, if it's for like a, like I said, it's for a, a product I want to market. I don't have the space to do all the glue ups. Right. So it's a yeah. lot easier just to go right to the project panels. I'm thinking so. Oh yeah. And you get the two by four ones. Sorry, <laughs> Kevin, that are one inch thick. They're perfect. They don't usually break or anything like that. They carve gorgeous too. So I'm assuming you like are just in a one car garage then or one side of a garage. Um, it's a little bigger space. than a, it's a little bigger than a, like a car and a half. It's almost two car garage, but okay. probably a quarter of it is dedicated to my kids' bikes and toys and stuff. So that's the other side of the garage that you don't see that I never show in my videos, but, uh, yeah, I'm hopefully yeah. my plan, as I told my wife is I want to build a shed in the backyard to move a lot of that stuff out so I can yeah. make more room for more tools. We had to do I that didn't tell her that part, but that's why. <laughs> no, but that, we had to do that for me as well. I had to yeah. like, get rid of everything because I, I have a one car garage. So like every inch eventually took over. I started off in the corner and then I like eventually moved over the whole thing. Yeah. Space. I'll never have enough space. My dream is to, to have a detached garage or shop. That's just for me. Same. For my toys and my stuff, but maybe one day. Yeah. Nice. So you have a you have a CNC behind you, right? I do, do yeah. So, so do you yeah, right. mix the CNC and scroll art? I mean, probably do your rounds, right? And yeah. Then... Yeah, I do. Probably now it's probably 80, 80-20 probably. I'm probably 80% using the, the CNC now and still 20% using the scroll saw. Um, it just depends on the piece. Um, a lot of things I can still scroll a lot faster, but repeatability and accuracy, some projects, the CNC, you just can't beat it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to do a lot of stuff where I'm combining V carves with 3D pieces as well. So part of the piece is is V carved and the other portion of it is 3D. So um, the CNC is amazing for that. I love V carving. I say I love having the CNC. I know Kevin's got one too. It's nice to have. Like I know when I first started, because I was hand router carver, people will be like, oh, you're going to get a CNC lame. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, like my back hurts and my neck hurts. <laughs> like, let's be honest. I can't do it forever. Like you, you can't beat the speed and accuracy that CNC, yeah. right? Like uh, that's the carving portion, right? Like the flip side is, you know, there's still the design work, right? You know, you still got to do, um, create the G code and everything like that. Like that, that takes time. Right. Takes so than like I said, there's a photo and cutting. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, yeah. so I say like a lot of things I can scroll a lot faster. That's for yep. sure. But, um, it's just different. It's a, it's a tool, it, right? It has its place, and so does the scroll saw. Yeah, it's nice if someone wants that same sign. You're like, okay, here it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that is nice about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, if I see that big laser in the corner behind you, I know you just got, but that's 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 on my list as well. That's, I need one of those. Is that well. a goal? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be dedicating some time to it next month. Uh, well, like in two months, and just attack it. Yeah, we'll be best friends real soon. It, lo- it looks nice sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know I got it and it was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. So I was like, oh boy, I like, I left <laughs> enough room, but like, that is the big reason I um, remodeled this whole room was because I knew there was no way I was going to get a laser in here, how it was currently set up, but it's just bad. Yeah. So, I'm efficient, but now I have nowhere to work. I don't have a flat area to actually work. So that's the next thing. <laughs> it's the next project. Yeah. 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 I'm like, make a table in here somehow. Nice. So are you going to, I said you're a police officer, are you going to just put in 20 years and then do this full time or what's your like, That's a good question. like future plans? Uh, I wish I could retire in, at 20 years, but I think Canadian retirement is a little different than uh, some it? of the police officers I've seen down in the States there. We, uh, um, it's more like 30 to 35 years Okay. here gotcha. for like a full retirement. Um, you know, that said, though, over the next uh, um, 10 years, if I can grow this business big enough where I can retire early, I may. Yeah. It always dep- like it it. depends. The, the problem is that that also lines up for the time that my kids will start probably going to college and university. So yeah, that may depend on whether or not I'll be able to retire or not. I always joke with my wife that I hope. Man. Exactly. I always joke with my wife. <laughs> I say, I hope one, of the, hope one of the girls is dumb because I can't afford to send all three of them to school. <laughs> Well, hopefully they're spaced out enough, right? So it's not yeah. like back to back, but still. Yeah, it's pretty much spaced out. So one finishes and the next one starts. So it's yeah. no reprieve. And then you got weddings because, you know. You know <laughs> oh, things, God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's too oh, early to talk so about true, that. Though. All right. So true. Kevin G is laying on hard. Although, Sorry. I mean, well, my do- my oldest is getting married in August. So I just, it was on my It's mind, top so. of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next will be the baby shower. <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It's all good. That's life. That so. is life. Sure. It is. Yeah. It's, I think it's cool though. That was a good question. I, I was curious about that. Like, but I figured this was probably going to be like a passion for a while. I didn't know like if you wanted to turn it into like a business business or if it was something that was like, like you said, your therapy. I would say it started that way. Um, but it, I do, um, as I've, you know, been growing so rapidly, um, I enjoy this, right? Like this is, I, I love being out in my shop. I love making. Um, and if I can turn that into more of a business, I'm going to, like, I'm going to follow that awesome. passion. Yeah. I know Tiff, you're going down that road, right? Like you're, yeah, you're ready to go full time, right? I did it. I did it today. I gave uh, pulled, an you, exact date today. Quit. Yeah. <sighs> Like the actual, like the email was sent at four o'clock today and I, and I was done. I get June 24th. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's Thanks. awesome. How did it feel when you said, when you hit send? I think a couple tears came out like, oh, oh wow. shit, I did it. <laughs> like, like, oh, proud. Like you've been proud there a long tears. time, right? 16 years. Same as you at your yeah. job. Yeah. Yep. Long yep. time. It is. And I've hated it for a really long time. <laughs> So, well, cause like I was hired to be an artist and it, I, now I'm like data entry, you know? Yeah. So I was like, no way. Yeah. That's, that's tough to, you know, want to be doing something and being forced yeah. to do something completely else, exactly. something else just for the paycheck and stuff. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. But if you know, you found a way to follow your passion and make a living from it, that's amazing. Thanks. Yeah. I've been pushing hard. Like I said the other day to my husband, like he gave me the, the ability to do it like he's been stepping up all these years like taking care of our 
newborns and kids. Like, right. I started this right after my kids were born. Like I've been, I've had other companies and stuff, but I went hard with like the woodworking and sign making. Like when my kids were, I think like six months old, maybe like, I just needed to get out of the house and away from my children. Like it was necessity. (laughs) Like I need to be away. I need to do something. That's just me out in the garage. So I like bought a router, you know, and I just went after it, but yeah, like I didn't stop after that. Like once I told Kevin, I I was doing it on Facebook before the kids were born. And I didn't realize that there was such a world out there on Instagram. And once I found that community, like that's where I started seeing like these amazing opportunities that could be had. Like there's actually careers out in this, like it's crazy. Yeah. I think that's, that's, what's so amazing about, you know, this, this maker community, especially on Instagram, right. Is that, you know, you, you see so many people that are, that are just following a passion and yeah. being successful at it and creating yeah. a livelihood for themselves and their family. It's inspirational. Right. And uh, I know the yeah. friendships and the connections I've made just through the maker community is amazing. Right. It's um, it's um, it's inspiring for me personally. Same. Like I, like you said, I saw other people doing it. Like for me, it was like Brad from fix this, build that. Like yeah. when I started, Brad was just starting to get popular Um, And now you see where he is and it's just amazing. Like what he's done, like with the plans, like, I don't want to make plans, but maybe I want to make cut files for people, you know, like maybe I want to make designs. So like just the things that he's done, like when he had, I don't know if you listened to made for profit uh, podcast, but very informative. He coached people. I don't want to coach people like that, but I enjoyed (laughs) the free coaching, you know? So just, those kind of things paved the avenue for me. I'm one of those people who just like, listen, whatever I find nuggets of information, just tune in. What else are you doing? If I'm working a boring day job that you hate, just listen to everything you can. Absolutely. Like I, I commute to, to, to and from work. Right. Yeah. And, uh, podcasts are, mm-hmm. you know, my, keep me sane on my commute through yeah. Toronto traffic. Let me tell you, but, uh, Bad, huh? yeah, you know, made for profit it was a huge, was a huge uh, inspiration for me as well. Yeah. John Malecki's one of my idols. I love John. They're both so good. They are. Yeah. Who are these guys you're talking? I'm just kidding. Kevin, have you ever listened to that podcast? Yeah. I actually started out listening to that too. Yeah. And just kind of transferred to my buddies and then well, I have yeah. kids in the car. So, you know, how it is, I don't always get to choose. I know um, I was gonna... you're not working at a desk where you could just throw headphones on. Yeah. That is tough. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, um, how, do you open this world up to like your coworkers? Cause like, as a teacher, I have, you know, the white shorts thing <laughs> and they make fun of it, but yeah. to your like coworkers, I can imagine. Cause my twin brother's an officer too. And I, I think they would probably give them, you know, have fun with it. So, or do you keep it all on the down low? <laughs> I don't keep it on the down low, but it's not something I broadcast all the time. Like um, I work on a very, like a close knit team um, yeah. and my team all know about it. Like they all, uh, they all follow me and they, they joke about my reels and stuff, but uh, the, the broader policing community, I, I keep separate, but yeah. um, not for any reason other than I just, I just don't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's very different it worlds. Yeah. 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 That's fun. That's cool though. I remember when you first came out and like when, uh, you joined, oh my God, now I'm like, oh, for the grand podcast. And like, it was just when you were starting to get popular and you were just starting to do the, the lip syncing and stuff. Like 
they called it out. Like they called it out that you're going to get there quick. And I was like, I agree. I remember messaging you. I was like, see you later, buddy. Cause you're just about to fly off. That had to be yeah. a crazy feeling. It, yeah. And like, I remember that too. Like my goal for uh, 2021, I guess, is I wanted to hit a um, thousand subscribers by the end of the year. And I was like, I was, it was before I was really doing reels. I was just posting my art and doing some reels of my, uh, uh, my pieces and stuff, but I really hadn't figured out the game that is Instagram at the time. Yep. And uh, I hit, I hit a thousand subscribers, I think mid December, I think. So I hit it earlier and I was pretty, pretty excited. And then I hit 2000, I think on, on New Year's day and I was shocked. And just the last, I guess, six months, it's just shot up from there. So yeah. um, pe- people ask me kind of like how I'm doing it or what I'm doing it. My answer is always the same as I have no idea. I'm just making it up as I go. Um, right. But yeah, like I was really treading water for a long time, like just not, not posting consistently, just here and there. Um, that's the biggest advice I give people is I post consistently. Um, and what's consistent once I, for you? Is it every day or is it? Yeah, I post probably six, six days a week now. Um, yeah. And I try to mix in at least one or two photo posts of one of my pieces every week. And then the rest are reels. Some of them are just my stupid, you know, in the shop reels. Um, and then I always include, um, a reel with the specific piece as well. Yeah. I noticed that, that you're good about that. You'll showcase your piece a couple times instead of just yeah. the once and gone, which is nice. Cause yeah. a lot of us don't do that. We just, there it is. Then you're off to the next one, but you're good at highlighting it a couple times. Yeah. It's, it's a marketing strategy, right? Like that's, yeah. you know, that's what I figured out is that, um, the reels are the way to get eyes on my pieces and create orders. Right. So the more people I have watching my reels, the more orders I get seems to work for me. So are you getting them directly from Instagram? That's where your prime majority. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it started off more Facebook, like local stuff, Mm -hmm. um, around here, but now the majority of my pieces are, um, from Instagram. And I always find it so funny. Like I get orders from all over North America and I don't know why I have one going up to New Hampshire, um, I'm shipping out tomorrow and I have no idea why someone from New Hampshire wanted me to make their, their piece, but they did. And I'm happy to make like it. You. And, you know, yeah. it's exciting, right? Like I love shipping stuff and seeing my pieces go all over, all over the continent. Right. So how is that shipping from Canada to us? Is it a lot like more expensive? Like for you? It's not, it's not bad at all. Actually. No, it's, um, no? I use ship nerd. Um, okay. ship nerd is amazing. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Pieces that go from Canada to the US, I think ShipNerd uses UPS. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was curious because just from for us sending to you, it's quite a bit more. So I was curious. I'm sure if I tried ShipNerd though, for me, it might be a bit more affordable, but I don't usually, I use apps.com. Yeah. yeah, like Canada Canada Post would be an astronomical sending stuff through our regular mail. Like it's the same yeah. as USPS, I guess. Like we're, it's ridiculous to send something through Canada Post here. Crazy. Those are the things that are small business troubles that people don't know about is like the logistics and everything like that, that go into things. It's definitely something I knew nothing about before getting into this, but, um, I just kind of have that attitude is where I'll dive in. I'll figure it out. Right. If I don't know it, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's like a lot of us small business owners, right. You just, you learn by doing right. There's no, uh, there's no course in high school in small business. Sadly, Um, there should be probably, but. So what does your wife do? Is she in the field too working or is she hanging out with the kids? My wife is a saint. Um, oh. I could, I couldn't do what I do without her. That's, that's for sure. 
Um, she's a f- full-time working mom as well. That's a lot of work. Um, she works in a hospital. Um, oh, too. Jeez. Yeah. So like, you know, COVID a lot of, uh, a lot of our friends, you know, they, you know, we're at home working from home and things like that. The two of us both work in a profession where you can't work. You can't. From home. Yeah. That's so a struggle. yeah, we were, you know, we've been going into work every day and, uh, it's been a struggle. Like it's been a struggle for the last two years. That's, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, she's amazing. I, you know, like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't do this without her support. I feel the same way. It's awesome. Yeah. I think, I think that's key to have someone partnered up with you to like your husband's doing the, you know, raising the kids. So you have this opportunity to yeah, exactly. your wife's doing it as well. So yeah. awesome. She's, she's finally coming around to liking my reels and, and realizing that I am funny. I've been telling her for the past 15 years it's that nice. I'm funny and my husband yeah. hasn't made it that can far. Do art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, I finally she, showed her that. Yeah. I was like, does she believe it yet? She does this. Yes, that's yeah. good. You won her over. <laughs> yes. Like, you're making money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Doing what you do, keep doing it. You're like, honey, yeah. you see this package? Someone paid me to make this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that took her a while to realize that she couldn't believe that either. Someone actually paid you for this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe I it either, but yeah. Cool. So being full-time working and like doing woodworking, how far are you at like on your orders? Do you have a pretty quick turnaround with that? Um, right, right now I'm about a month probably for my custom orders. It's um, not bad at all, man. That's good. yeah, it's not bad. It's probably, it's probably getting a little longer than that now. Um, especially yeah. over the summer, you know, we're busy with the kids and stuff being home. So I'll probably have to extend that out a bit, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's good to be busy, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. And do a lot of your clients like give you the liberty? Kind of, you take their ideas and come up with your own, or do they kind of get specific on like I saw this now I want this? <laughs> it's a mix. Um, you know, like there's some that they have a very specific vision in mind that they want, and they ask me to create for them, and I, you know I don't mind doing that at all. But I, I love when a when a client comes to me and says, "This is my idea." You know, do what you will with it. That's that's what I love, right? Like that's. Um, the artistic side of me coming out and getting to design what I want to, how I want to. So on your favorite side, did you have like the liberty to kind of do your own thing? Is that why it was your favorite or just kind of the sentimental yeah. value behind yeah. it? Yeah, it was a little bit of both. Uh, that one was, yeah, kind of, this is kind of an idea, go with it. And uh, they were super happy with how it turned out. And that's, that's the best feeling, right? When you, when you design something and uh, the client really loves it, um, that's amazing. Yeah. I had, I, had one piece, I had one piece where I was super happy with and I, I designed it and it took me forever to build and the client came and picked it up and was just like, thanks. And turned <laughs> around and left. <laughs> so I, I didn't admit it to her at the time, but I was so heartbroken. Like I was really upset. That it wasn't a bit more of a response from that one, but it happens. Was she that the actual it. one who ordered it or was it like, yeah. oh, that's, that's, yeah, that is yeah. hard. Like when a husband comes to pick it up, if their wife ordered it and they're just like, thanks, I'm not offended by that because they had nothing yeah, to do that with wouldn't that. Bother me it means all, nothing yeah. to them. But if Absolutely. I worked with you to create that and you're just like, cool. Yeah. And she, she may very well have loved it, yeah. but it was just the response. I get kind of, kind of twig something in my heart there a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That Instagram, instant gratification. We need that, right? As artists. We need <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. Did she ever come back and say, because I've had that happen, like they come pick up your, no reaction. And then a few days later, it's like they had time to process. And they're like, oh, this is really cool. But nothing. Nope, that, Crickets. Nothing. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. Dang. Harsh. It's okay. Still a great piece. I loved it. 
Very cool. Well, it's funny though, because like we are people who want a little bit of appreciation. If you know what I mean? Like, just give me a little bit, a little, a little yeah. something. Even, even my wife was shocked. Like she, like she asked me, I walked back in the house and she said, she love it. <laughs> I said, I, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> that's well, a hard that's one. A- yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's, there's so much pressure sometimes too, right? Like you want to get it perfect for them and then you don't have that like thank you or that, you know, yeah. they don't mention yeah. anything. You're like, oh, okay. She paid me at the end of the day, so I can't be that yeah. upset. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That made you feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a certain kind of sign that you want to make? Or um, like for a certain kind of company or anything? Like what, what's your desire? So I... I love making small business logos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing a lot of those lately. And like that doesn't have the, um, with the exception of many materials and, and uh, color choices sometimes, that doesn't have a lot of like artistic creative, creative freedom. Um, but I, I really love making the, the pieces for the small businesses. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's really fun to do. But um, I want to start making some more pieces that like I've designed, like that are my original designs. Uh, yeah. They were you know, repeat them and sell them. Um, like I said, I want to get, start incorporating some more hardwoods. Um, and I want to add some like acrylic and epoxy into it as well. So really that, that mixed medium pieces is really where I want to start growing in the next few months. Is it like a certain theme that you're going to be concentrating on or just kind of whatever? Comes yeah, I have an, right now I kind of have a, a loose idea in my head. Um, but it could change as I start yeah start putting pieces together right that's cool I'm not no, tie like down anything like a signature piece like lizzie has her yeah. sign kind of that yeah and she mixed i noticed she kind of started out with paint now she's doing like hardwoods and different wood yeah, types it and just it. It yeah evolving. changes it but it's your it's your thing that's awesome yeah like i, I don't know if you guys know uh loren from wildwood creative she has just she has a look as well right like yeah. you see a piece and you, you know it's Lorenz piece the soft beautiful um, flowers yeah it's all certain tone there's always a little bit of gold in it yeah I want to create like a, a you know a look that you know that's the wobbly arrow look right so mm-hmm. um that's kind of my goal over the next the next few months so the name where does the name come from the name <laughs> yeah so um the name basically um so my wife and I both have arrow tattoos um on our, on our forearms that we got for our anniversary a few years ago. Um, oh. basically the arrow just, it just signifies like, you know, in life, you can only go forward, right. You can't look backwards. You can't go backwards. An arrow only goes one direction, just like, just like life. Right. Um, and wobbly arrow came from, uh, you know, the concept of, you know, you can have a goal for yourself. You can, um, have a target you want to hit in life, but with an arrow, an arrow, when you shoot it, it doesn't fly perfectly straight. It kind of wobbles through the air as it goes, right. If you watch it in slow motion. So, um, and when you have that, that goal and that target, you may not hit the bullseye, but you'll hit the target. Right. And sometimes in life close enough is good enough. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's just taking that shot and going forward. Right. And you'll hit the target basically. So that's kind of where the, the wobbly arrow moniker came from. I was hoping it wasn't like a bad tattoo artist, like that wobbly yeah. arrow with your arm. <laughs> yeah. <or> anything, <laughs> the arm yeah. I just went with no, it. That's it's a great part analogy. of my brand. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, taking your shot when you got it. Right. And, um, I, I'm the kind of person, I don't want to live with any regrets. Right. So, um, that's kind of where I'm going with this business is beautiful, man. Seeing, seeing where it goes. That's yes. great. You put a lot of thought into that. 
or you came up with a name and you came up with a great backstory for it. Either yeah. one. Either one works, right? No. I commend you on it. And that's what yeah. <laughs> it's a great logo though, too. Did you do it yourself? I actually didn't do this one myself. Um, I didn't do mine either. This myself. one I had, this one, I had someone, someone design it for me. And uh, actually I switched it very briefly. I don't know if you saw scrolling through my page. I designed one myself um, and I just didn't like it. And I switched back. So. Right. Was it a target with like arrows? I guess. Uh, oh, I yeah, did. that's it. Yeah. I do remember okay. that. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, cool. That was it. Yeah. Mine's like, uh, I'm left-handed lefty. <laughs> <laughs> Real big backstory there. I carve at yeah. night, night carver. Do you, do you, uh, Kevin, do you notice when people are left-handed being a lefty? My wife's a lefty and she always notices a left-handed yeah, person. I do. Like in my yeah. classroom, I'm like, oh, two lefties this year. And then just, yeah, yeah. I always notice. I'm like, hey, there you go. She's, she's got me doing that too. Like if we're watching a movie or TV or something like that, one of the actors is left-handed. I, I, now I can pick it out too. Nice. I have one lefty kid. I'm one of the two ends, eh? Yay. Yeah. Just like Kev, one of the twins left. It's true. Yeah. That's interesting. Awesome. I wonder if that's common. Do you know what I mean? Like one kid being a righty and one being a lefty. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Although they're, they're not identical, but still. Sorry, now I'm thinking about that. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Science. Like, Science. When you're not when you're not working or in the shop, you got any other hobbies you like? I mean, besides watching maybe hockey and stuff. Uh, I'm big into sports. Like sports is a, a huge passion of mine. Um, uh, it's one of my things. Like I'm not, I'm not into video games. I'm not one of those guys. I haven't played video games since probably ninth grade. Um, but sports is kind of my vice. So if there's with the exception of soccer, soccer is not a sport sort of in anyone, but, uh, <laughs> everything else is, uh, wow. is, is something, uh, a sport. Yeah, just a game. So you're not not doing a lot of game. soccer science then, huh? <laughs> no. That would be that would be tough for me to do. That'd be tough for me to do. Sorry, I'm um, booked out right now. <laughs> one of the worst days of my life happened a couple couple months ago. My uh, my middle daughter told me I came home from work and she says, "Daddy, I want to play soccer this summer." I thought, "Oh God, <laughs> now I have to sit and watch a soccer game." But uh, well, it's yeah, the no. heat though. Seriously though, watching <laughs> soccer, you just sit there in a field with no shade and just burn. It's also Awful. the fact that it's soccer. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, so sports is, is one of my big hobbies and, uh, uh, I really like reading too. I'm a big reader. Um, one yeah, of the I things I did, so as a police officer, 15, no, 11, 12 years ago, I worked for a year in a high school as a, a school resource officer. And, um, one of the things I did was I created a, a book club for uh, ninth grade boys to inspire them to get into reading. And that was, a, that was a huge, yeah. So that was That's a, that was a huge passion right now. He loves oh, it. nice. Yeah, it was a great, I, I did it for a year. It was a great experience. Awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was one of the highlights I took was, is, you know, trying to get, you know, teen boys, especially into, into the love of reading. That's yeah, I think one. it's a lost art, man. <laughs> yeah. With so many things to choose from. That's awesome. So. Right. There's so many other ways to fill your time now that nobody just clicks on a, like open a book or something or. Remember when I told you my wife is awesome? Yeah. 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 She here. She just got home and she walked in and gave me a milkshake. So. She's, she's awesome. Strawberry? Yeah. Vanilla. I'm a vanilla guy. No. Like, yeah. They make fun of vanilla, <laughs> but vanilla is delicious. Exactly. It's the best. Yeah. That's good. a good wife, though. Told you. She's awesome. She came in all stealthy, too, and just dropped it and ran. <laughs> she did. <yeah. laughs> 
here you go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good for her. Um, I want to know, were you always that organized or did that come after the Instagram? Organized in what? Your tools, the French cleats. No, that was, that was beforehand. Beforehand. I like that. I get, You've been established like before the Instagram game. Yeah. I, I get kind of, um, really like laser focused on some things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I, when something gets in my head, I can't, like I have to do it. I have, have to, to finish it. it. So I, get that. I have to execute it. It's, it's annoying at times. Um, I know it drives my wife nuts. Um, but yeah, that was, that's probably what this is back here. <laughs> my husband's the same way, by the way, it, yeah. it does drive me nuts. Like he'll just flick into mode. Like we'll have a party and it has to be cleaned up before everybody's gone. Like yeah. all of a sudden it just kicks in and he just starts like running around like a madman. Like, it, like he's being timed and it's a contest and it has to get done. <laughs> You're like, Come visit, quit doing the dishes. I get that yeah, sometimes. Exactly. Too, yes. Like, like yeah. come okay, hang out. Fine. Stop making sure the house is sparkling. Like it's supposed to be disgusting later. And then you deal with it when you're tired. <laughs> yes. And you like, hate the decisions you made to host the party. Yeah. 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 But you have to yeah. be there for the party. Like you got to be present. Yeah. Which it's is true. probably all of our hard problems. Like when it comes to Instagram and trying to like get off of it, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah, it is time consuming, right? It the is. Balance it is. Then you get stuck it, down a wormhole. It, it's definitely a wormhole. It's it's really trying to um, just find that balance, right? You know, at least I'm a busy guy, right? I have three kids, a full time job, and this is my side hustle, right? But yep. um, that's why I find the like being consistent and being organized really helps help doing it. Are you pre planning things? Well, actually, you are. You're, you're saving those sound bites. You're yeah at least mentally pre-planning. So I like a lot of my reels, I, like, I batch out content. So I like, I'll, I'll film five or six at a time. Um, and just spread them out. Whitney does that at the toasty flannel. I know she'd yeah. like, we'll spend a day just like knocking a bunch out. Yeah. Yeah. I, c- I couldn't post every day. If I didn't do that, it'd be impossible. Yeah. Nice. I, I've just been re-editing old content right now. <laughs> I keep Works, diving right? in every couple of weeks. I'll go back to my photos and I'll dig deeper. I'm like, here you go. I'll just throw the photos back on my phone. I'm like, all right, this is this week's content. Yeah. But you think it's, it, it may be, it may be old content for you and some of your followers. It's, yeah, it's new as long as you're most. gaining new followers and yeah, it's, it's yeah. new for them. Right. They've never it, seen it before. It is. It's new for most of them. Cause a lot of them have just come in more recently. So it's like, it's entertaining. Yeah. So who are some, uh, like the, when you first jumped on IG, something like your inspirations or just someone that you like love to follow a um, few accounts like that. I mean, I think yeah. we all do. Yeah. Like in the scroll saw MDF space, Dave Taylor, is like a huge, you know, he's the, he's the goat, right? Always so, teaching. Always, yeah, always teaching. Dave was a huge help for me when I first started. Um, so he was probably the number one um, Sam from Uncharted was just getting, just getting started. So, um, yeah. Sam's always been a big help to me and, you know, he's awesome. He's just, he's a great guy in this community as well. Right. He's always willing to help and share. That's my buddy. Um, yeah. Lizzie obviously, um, uh, learned a lot from her, um, Vic from the stump shop. He's, he's local to me as well. Um, he's been a huge help for me as well. Awesome. Yeah, there's so many more, right? Like, and just, Oh yeah, the, but the, like, the relationships I see why you develop. You said is, who you said because they're teachers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, you know the 
probably my, my best friend on Instagram that I talk to every day is Chris from Fort Foley. Um, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's, I like him. He's the funniest guy I know pretty much. So, uh, you know, he's, he's going to blow up, I think in the next few months, his, his account is coming. He's been working hard for years now too, which is yeah. nice though. Like yeah. it's getting that comfort level. There's there, it does take time unless you just come out of it and you just let loose. There's that just comfort level. Plus like Instagram has been changing so much so fast like what people are wanting to be on the app for is constantly changing and there's different rules and stuff. So it's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, right? Like my, like I said, my, my reels are definitely a marketing strategy for my art and my pieces. Um, but you know, just recently, like I've trying to get into more of the content creation and hopefully working with some brands and, uh, and building that side of my content as well. So that's a change for me. And there's, you know, some great makers that I've been able to reach out to, to, to help with that as well. Nice. I was curious if you were trying to do brand partnerships next or if you, yeah, like I've got a couple, I've got a couple in the works, great. Um, which I'm excited about, but I, you know, I don't want to just partner with brands for the sake of partnering with brands. I want, mm-hmm. want to make it relatable to, to my space and what I do, right? Like I don't want to change what I do to work with brands. I want to work with brands within what I do. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, it'd make it a lot easier too. And then you're not changing your authenticity, right? Yeah. Like you said, that's important, right? Like my, in my life, my integrity is something I have control over and it's something I want to maintain, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. Dude, thank you for joining me. I was telling Kevin um, before you came on, just what a great supporter you've been for me and friend over the last couple of years since you've joined. And it's, it's been applied to your like watching your journey and watching it pop off, you know, like, like you said, it's hard to get that first thousand, but then like, once you got it, then you're building your comfort level. And I think that you're a great example of showing like somebody who watches the trends, puts in the work, you know, like you're constantly looking for different things that you're, you're doing the education and you're really staying on brand with the lip singing. Like, I know you do them a lot, but you're keeping it very hyper-focused and keeping it to what you're doing. It's not like you're just doing it to just do it. Like yours, yeah. yours are for a reason. And a lot of it, I think people can relate to who are other makers. Like they're, they're very much like expressing our inner feelings for us, which is fun. So <laughs> the fact that yeah. you didn't know that you were a drama boy <laughs> when you were younger, as I was scrolling your page, all your freeze frames are just such like very funny, charismatic, ridiculous, <laughs> like just poses throughout it. And I love it. Like it, it's something, I, honestly, it, I think it's something I didn't realize I was doing at first, but you know, nonverbal communication is a few, huge part of communication. Right. And yeah. I think that's what I realized when I, when I do my reels is that that part of it, it comes out a lot more. Right. So yeah. um, I kind of stumbled on that by accident, but I've realized it now. So now I do kind of make sure I'm incorporating that. Yeah. You but, uh, the perfect facial expression for your posts, like for just like the still photos, when you're scrolling, you can read from the face, like what, if this is going to be funny or if this is, you know, like what, what's happening. You kind of get like a little bit of a preview. Thank you. My face is funny. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Your face is hilarious. <laughs> that was a compliment. It was yeah. a compliment. And now you have a new hashtag too. Drama boy. Is that what drama you boy. Hashtag drama boy. Yeah. I, I, did, I called him a drama boy. I felt like it was appropriate. I think I'm going to use that hashtag in my post tomorrow. You that should, yeah. you, sh- you, you should yeah. and see how it brings in, like who it brings the probably like, dynamic. Yeah. Honestly, it might work. It might be a great hashtag for you. Drama boy. <laughs> That's, it's funny. I, 
hashtags is something like, you know, with Instagram, you, you experiment with and stuff. And yeah, honestly, I don't even know how much they work anymore. Uh, every, every once in a while, I throw in like random hashtag or I don't think anyone actually reads these. And it's funny to see if I get comments on it or not. It is kind of where like a space that you can kind of be a little bit of creativity with the end. Yeah. Just use absolutely. as a joke. I've done that a lot too. Like hashtag I've lost it. <laughs> I feel like I, I'll just do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause it's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that one I did with uh, the Britney Spears audio, that one did, that one did really well. And I think I put free Britney in there. <laughs> Whatever's going to bring them in. You got to use the popular ones. Hey, people Absolutely. do follow them. I will say that because like when I'm on like Sabretooths, it does show you them pretty nicely. Like if you're following a hashtag. So I do recommend it if you want to see certain things and it's kind of fun to see things pop up. You're like, oh, look at that piece. I didn't have to go looking for it. It just showed it to me. Well, now you're now that you're a professional social media manager, I may have to reach out to you more for some more tips. I'm happy. I, I'm, yes. And I want more. I want people's tips too. I'm learning. I actually, um, messaged Titan chainsaw today because mm-hmm. as I'm in Sabretooth's world, I see this guy just posting awesome things to all the people that are tagging us. Cause like chainsaw carvers, a lot of them use burrs to do the fine details. So it's kind of like a teammate, like the chainsaw carvers and, and the bird people. So this guy's outstanding at it. He's doing really good. So we actually just started following each other today and I'm like, teach me your skills. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> like, please please. And, um, Haven Haven's going to be an incredible tool because they're teaching the business aspect of being a content creator, which I really need to know. Yeah. Haven's like, I know you work with Haven now and the first time, you know, I heard of Haven because of Brad, right. Brad used to talk about, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, that was a big part of his blog when he first started. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that will be interesting to see where, where you take that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I think it's turning into more DIY than it is lifestyle now. Um, people are really diving into their home renovations and they're being amazing about the, how they're filming them. I got to say, it's really impressive to see, to see it. Awesome. I'm terrible at filming a home renovation <laughs> though. I just want to get it done. Yeah. That's the yeah. balance. Do yeah. yeah. Create content that's, or do I want to get it done? Yeah. Like I fall I, into that too sometimes, right? Yeah. Like where I'm working on something and I like, I'm halfway through and I think, oh crap, I forgot. I wanted to film this. And I totally forgot that little post that I did about, um, adding this exhaust hose, I had to stop and re like wipe it off and restart it because (laughs) I wasn't filming it. I'm like, come on, Tiff, this is your only original content. You're going to be making for a bit, like film the thing, do the thing. So I like, I did, I had to start over. (laughs) I was like, it's awesome. And then I didn't use the footage of me drawing after all, but Hey, whatever it's for the love of it options options you can go back in a couple weeks and reuse that photo that's true re-edited it exactly (laughs) but yes feel free to pick my brain i'm sure i'll pick yours on your marketing strategies too it's fun i love i love this community like the sharing and everything like that like it's great i've 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 never once reached out to anyone on instagram and had them say like sorry i can't help you or like totally been blown off right like everyone is always so open to to helping and sharing Sharing. And that's what's amazing about it, right? Like, um, I'm happy when people reach out to me and ask questions. I'm more than happy to give my time and help because people did that for me when I first started, right? Yep. So, um, like, yeah. who I'm just like, there's a lot better makers out there than me, that's for sure. And, you know, I'm honored that people ask me questions, right? So, yeah. um, 
And my, my life motto, my life motto, my golden rule is don't be a dick. That's how I live <laughs> my life. And it's pretty simple to live by. It's not that hard. Yeah. So um, that's me on Instagram. That's me in real life. Don't be a dick. And then you shout out Vic earlier. And I got to say, he's someone who's a great sounding board too. He's great at asking oh, yeah. questions. Cause I did like when I was um, pitching workbench con to work for them, I, I went straight to him. I'm like, what's, what's your thoughts on this? How much do you pay somebody to do what they're doing for you? What are they, what kind of services do they offer? You're like that way yeah. I knew how much to base what I was going to ask for, you know? So I, yeah. I did that research. So don't be afraid to reach out to other makers and ask them questions. Like people really do share. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that, that one hashtag community over competition, like that, that is what this space is all about. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's incredible. It is. I think, you know, like why I have enjoyed following you for so long is that that's, you know, you, you live that, right. Like you, I do. you're kind of the, you're one of the, the backbones of this maker community, right. You bring everyone together and um, it's amazing. I try. And like, it's so informative for me though. Like seriously, every time we have somebody on, I learn something or I'm inspired by each person. So it, it's been like a win-win for me. Cause I get to know people, I get to help them showcase who they are to others, but then I also get stuff from it. Like the conversations. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Good. Right. Like, like their conversations, I think and that, yeah. that, that's, that's the best part, right. Is the back and forth and yes. uh, the sharing of the community, right. It's not always just an interview of a maker. Yeah, I'm it's, not, it's a, I'm not it's a conversation. It is. Yeah. And that's why I kind of, I switched it from like, the word podcast to conversation because it's turned more to, to conversation than an interview yeah yeah i remember you and i were talking about that when you were thinking of names for it and I, yeah you, I, you nailed it right you nailed yeah. it with the name so thank you and i just switched and did carving conversations for the other one because <laughs> i'm super creative but kevin you had so, you had something to say hey it works it's catchy it's alliteration yeah. right yeah exactly. no i was just gonna say and if you don't know the answer you usually know who you can refer yes someone's yeah. question too and they can answer it for them so it's pretty cool that you can like pa- pay it forward and pass on yeah, the knowledge yeah. i like that too like even like i have people reach out for me for like a like a piece or something that like it's not my area of expertise like i know i'm not going to do it justice because it's not my style i'm more than happy to refer um a client to someone else because i know that's their specialty right reach out to this person they're the one you want to speak to yeah yeah, yeah. I usually said most people to Sam. (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) I'm like, go to that guy. He's full time. He's awesome. And he'll figure it out. (laughs) Like, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But no more Sam. I'm keeping them all. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen, um, uh, flawless sign co. He's a laser guy. The acrylic. He's going to be on this show one day. He blows my mind. Yeah. He is amazing. And he's like, he's nailed down like the the dog breeder (laughs) market. Like he, has absolutely like cornered that market and his signs are absolutely incredible. I love watching. You follow Kevin? I, I don't think I do, but I know like I just did a few dogs and people like that kept me going, but I kind of got burned out on it. Like people love their pets and that's like, I can see how that can blow up. (laughs) So he has a laser and he makes laser cut acrylic and his signs literally are flawless. Like the, the name of it, like, you have to have a lot of nerve and like confidence in yourself to call yourself flawless sign company. And the guy, it's not, it's not like false advertising. They're seriously, 
beautiful acrylic signs, but I, we were talking to him the other day and I was like, I thought he was a huge dog lover. And he's like, I don't even have a dog. No, <laughs> he's just, he's the guy though. Like that community, yeah. I guess, like they, I guess that community is tight and they refer everyone to him, I guess, cause it's working. He, he makes Dude, some they're, incredible pieces. They're dope logos. Like yeah. at least they're cool looking. Like at least he's not making things that you're like, Oh, another bulldog piece. No, it's like, you gotta, they're all different. Chain. They're all yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The use of color is really cool too. Yeah. Now it's fun. Who yeah. Just the different color. Keep talking about other makers now. This is fun. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Yeah. Kevin, who's, who's someone that you like following? Well, obviously Tiff <laughs> and you, um, I don't, Ricky and Andrew are some of my favorite, just the yeah. thing that Andrew can do with the video editing. And then Ricky just reminds me of uh, my college roommate, just, <laughs> kind of same look but like just goes for it like reckless abandon but like super creative no fear that's what i love about him he just yeah whatever's on his mind he's gonna say it and then andrew yeah like a wizard (laughs) wizard yeah those andrew was a wizard yeah yeah Uh, and he's awesome in person yeah but actually my the first encounter i had was um with the canadian guys actually i just started listening to their podcast Vic and Mark and Mark Dom. and Dom. They yeah. were always like super open and Mark was like like super I can't why I'm not why am I spacing his handle? Um oh, remarkable right. woodworks. Yeah, you. Mark Ayeta. Yeah. Uh, but he was super friendly and just like just, he's downright his dude, video so. his video editing is really shot up lately. He's done a couple yeah. uh couple of videos lately that the their editing is incredible. Yeah. He had a great quote too on their for the gram podcast uh, about like his wife being angry about when he was on his phone all the time and then how that became his career. I thought that was really good. Just be like, and now she understands, but like, that's something I'm sure every one of us have battled is just like, why are you still on your phone? Get off your phone. What are you doing on your phone? Because people don't understand. Like sometimes, yeah, I'm bullshitting. Like, let's be honest. I'm, I'm talking to you or you, and I'm saying something stupid. <laughs> um, but like other things is like, yeah, I'm, I'm networking or I'm, I'm approaching a brand or I'm trying to reply to this email. Cause somebody asked me a question about something and I want to help them. Like it's, it's a necessary evil. It does get addicting, yeah. but I think it's just honestly, because like, I'm not a day job that I don't want to be at. So like I keep popping it open. I can't wait to like, kind of break away from my phone a little bit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, I like that's, you know, being in the shop working, um, putting my phone down and just putting my head down and working. Right. That's right. It's the best best too. Right. Until you forgot to record anything that you wanted to record, but it is the best. (laughs) I am guilty of that. That's for sure. Yeah. You don't, do you do a lot of process videos? I don't know if you, I've seen some. I I'm starting to now. It's like, that's one thing, um, I'm going to start focusing on. Yeah. is giving some tips and stuff like that. Um, I just, I haven't in the past because I felt like other people did it better, right? Like guys like Sam and, um, and Dave and like Lizzie as well. Um, I felt like they were the ones that were. It's a certain point though, where your doing learnings it, yeah. are going to be different from what yeah. they like. Yep. There's different products that are local to you that you can highlight. So definitely. Plus it, also, that's yeah. good for brands to work also, with. Like- if you're not as advanced as them, maybe your process is a little different that someone else can relate to. So you never yeah, know that's true. if 
your process yeah. will connect with someone else. Yeah, because they both have lasers. You're not you're not using a laser currently. Yeah. So you you're making yeah. the CNC. Sorry, yeah, the CNC and the scroll saw. Here's your limitations and how do you do that with that? You know. I think part of it's probably like a bit of like the imposter syndrome was probably there for a while, right? Where I felt sure. like, you know, I hadn't earned my place in the community yet. You're a new kid I feel like I'm, get, I'm getting yeah. there. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm getting there and people ask me questions now. So I feel like, you know what, why not share the knowledge I do have and I have learned, right? So um, doing this there. podcast, I've learned to never judge somebody for how long they've been on Instagram because we all have lives that are not on Instagram and you may have yeah. been making that or working on that for your whole life and no one has any idea because just because it wasn't on Instagram doesn't mean it didn't happen, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go enjoy hanging out with your wife, but seriously, guys, thank you both for joining me. It was a lot of fun. Thanks just for chilling. Me. Co-host. I know. Yeah, and now Steph. we're all cozy and we worked into this. It's hard to say goodbye, but <laughs> I bid you adieu. Well, I got to go get a vanilla shake now. I know, right? Jealous. I'm like, I'm like, I have ice cream upstairs. <laughs> tell I'm your gonna... wife that she just made me go get an ice cream. It's her fault. You can tell, like, you can tell I'm Canadian too, because our yeah, this... just has the, that's the maple leaf in the middle. I would have never known that. Like... I never realized that until right now. Yeah. That's hilarious. I, <laughs> it's kind of mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right, man. Have a good night. Bye, guys. All right, see ya. See you guys. Yeah. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode and getting to know BA and Kevin from Lefty's Woodshop. BA is a really great guy and I'm happy that we got to hear the story of the Wobbly Arrow and uh, just uh, get to know more about him. If you like the show and you want to support it, head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash makerconversations and sign on up. It's as cheap as $5 a month to help support the show. All right, I hope you have a great day, and uh, don't forget, if you are going to Haven, let me know. I want to hang out, so uh, hit me up in my DMs, because I'd like to see whoever's going to be there. All right, have a great day.